This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackin Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackin. You're listening to what Lord Breeze and I love to listen to, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Wait, Lord Frieza, don't start the show without me. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Hey everybody, Elijah 5000 here. The Buckety and myself, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. But we wanted to make sure that you know where to go to get amazing original pop culture t-shirts. Go to our sponsors at riftapparel.com and at checkout, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show to save 10% on whatever your purchase is. It could be clothing, it could be backpacks, it could be posters, it could be a figurine that they have. Whatever it is, you get the lowest price. So again, promo code Elijah Bailey Show at checkout and save 10%. And three, two, one. Welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show. Welcome back. Welcome we back. We are here. We are here. Yeah, you are there. We are and here. here. You are there. Uh, this is this is so so much fun. You know why, Bucky? Because I didn't um, do the NDI. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck am I? In? He is here. Wait a second. Let me pull this. What the fuck m- are you doing? Motherfucker up. Where is he at? Yes. Welcome, Twitch people and podcast listeners around the world. Welcome. Around so level, the world. Or, I'm sorry, not level, but episode. What is this, 148? Yeah, this is 148, man. This is 148. We're here. And uh, things are this not. This has been the beginning of the month. This is our uh, number one comic book episode first of the week remember ladies and gentlemen we have structured our show to hit you with comic books video games anime and then the bugle or is that backwards it's backwards it's it's comics anime there we go video games bailey bugle there we in go. your face yes and it's funny because you did that last time too and i uh, like thank you immediate was like oh that's not right it's anime second <laughs> because we had the uh, jump force coming out Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we have it structured now, so you guys get exactly what you need and what you want. And uh, it, it's becoming one of the deals where as soon as the beginning of the month hits, that's when we get all our comic news. That is like right. so the it, it's time. It's working out really well for us, which we're just trying to make it work well for you guys. So like I was saying, this is episode 148, the rebirth of the comics. <laughs> and where are you at? Where is this room that we're seeing uh, this is actually the room that I've uh, been working on all of 2018. Um, this is uh, this is actually the desk area. I would move the computer around, but I don't feel like it. Um, then you got the little TV, the couch over there. Uh, I haven't put up any really wall decor yet, and I still have to do the crown molding around the room. But this is it, big fella. Nice. That looks really Man, nice, dude. I think I got I got that picture. I don't know if you can you see it with the little. Oh little, yeah, I got. Uh, you know what? Uh, Boz sent me some of his oh, stuff that's coming. Ah, dude, oh, I know. Man, I ain't touching his shit, dude. He's it's killing serious. me. It's on it's point. Mwah. It is. It is. Mwah. It is. Uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, start it off right. Let's go ahead and hit that music. You know the intro music. We didn't. We didn't. Oh yeah, we didn't hit it last time uh, because we had the special Broly episode. But today you hear it right now, right here. This is episode one forty eight of the Elijah Bailey Show. We're talking everything comics, comic book movie releases, comic book releases for the month of March, and so much more with the brand new anime and manga of the month. Let's start the show right now. Love it. It's music. Yes. It's in my ears. Hey, Kane was playing some EDF the other day. What? Wait a second. I had to turn that music down. You said you and Caden were doing what the other day? Playing some EDF. Oh. Because with you talking about it to the to Coven the other day, it made me realize, like, I was like, man, that game is couch co-op. Like, I never knew that. 
So oh, yeah. that's why that was my couch co-op of the year last year. So not only is it we was playing it, but this is technically the first game I have allowed Caden to play that Ooh. involves guns. Oh, and how'd that go? Like was he it went thrown well. off? Deandra, uh, maybe I'm kind of an overparent about it. Yeah. Um, sorry if there's a slight echo. No, you're... did the echo increase on your end? Uh-uh, no, it's like gone now. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm a little anal about it, but I don't like, you know, him being exposed to guns. Yeah. For, and, uh, for obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she was kind of like, and it was cool having the conversation with her because she was kind of like, yeah, I actually don't be tripping. You know, I'm just more you be tripping. I don't care. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, well. Mm. She had to put I, you in the place. I, yeah, she did. Yeah. But I was like, still, I don't want him playing, you know, I don't want him shooting people. Yeah. Uh, so luckily and just for getting, us, or just getting used sports. to it, just like just killing people for no reason. And then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think, I think he's still too young. Uh, he's seven years old, going on eight in May. Yeah. But then I was like, well, EDL, you're not killing people. Yeah, you're killing like bugs, bugs and, and robots. Robots. So, so, so yeah, it, take, it takes that human side out of it, and it, it's still kind of fantasy. Yeah. Kind of like so. when Sonic be killing robots. It doesn't look like he's killing robots. It just looks like he's hitting them really hard, and then they go away. So, yeah, I think that's a good way to go about it. Just kind of position yourself with games that – tend to cater towards fantasy more so than uh, reality like a Call of Duty or uh, The Division or something like that where you are having to go after and kill people. So, yeah, man. So anyways, back to what we were talking about before I before you jumped in. It's it's okay. Uh, Because I was still sending out stuff to the Discord group. So if you guys are not a part of our amazing uh, exclusive Patreon group, go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. There you get access to our exclusive Discord group as well as our Reddit page and subreddit page uh, just for you guys for videos, updates, pictures, um, and then links to anything that we're doing, whether we're streaming uh, live here on Twitch or live somewhere else. Because that's one thing that I have been, I mean, we've been talking about this before we get into everything comics is like YouTube is hitting us. So if you guys did not see the Dragon Ball Super episode, YouTube hit us with so many copyright claims, dude. <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was it a was red band upset. trailer. They was hating because they ain't us. Dude, that, that's exactly it. Cause I was like, God damn. And then it hit me with that last one. It's like banned, banned. This is blocked everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> we're talking about Dragon Ball Super Broly, the high, one of the highest grossing anime films out right now. We're talking about old school Dragon Ball Z. We have our debates, Gogeta versus Vegito. We had our comic character spotlight, which was Bardock. Um, there were so many things that we talked about in the episode. Then we had the anim- uh, anime Smash and Pass afterwards, and they're yeah. like, you know what? That's too much great-ass content, so we're just going to block the fuck out of you. And and there's there's been some stuff. We talked about it yesterday where they sent out copyrights on some of our shows and then sent us like uh, pretty much apologies. Like, oh, we're sorry we copyrighted that. You know, we gave you a stri- uh, not even a strike, but we, we you know it was it wasn't available in every country. But now you know, just forget about that. We're friends again. We're YouTube. We're, we've been here forever. And then they hit me with the same stuff, and it's like you can't. I mean, we're showing things and educating people on series that they haven't seen, so it's within the use for uh, fair use, but it's not fair to our audience when they don't get to watch that on Thursday or see that up on Patreon right away because of it. So that's one thing that we're we're battling now and trying to uh, figure out what to do. I'm trying to hold on strong. Dude, it, it is. It gets, it's, it gets you right here in the heart muscle. And if you guys do see this, I have my Guardians of the Galaxy uh, tee on. The, the nice, mixtape. Very nice. You got your Naruto shirt on. They can't see it yet, but they will. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, I don't think they will because uh, I think what happened was OBS has to be pulled up after Skype. So if Skype was pulled up first, OBS would be pulled up, and then it'll be able See, to read. That was weird because it didn't do that last time. Because I had OBS pulled up, and then I pulled you and John up, hmm. which was weird. Maybe because yeah. we start stream. I think probably maybe so. Okay, well, guys, you you get to hear him. You won't get to see yes. his. It's like the voice of God. I'm, I'm right here in the corner. You're right there in Still the corner, image. creeping, creeping around. <laughs> Uh, and doing everything. So if it won't pull up, that's fine. Uh, we can go ahead and, and run straight down the list. I'm going to go ahead and switch this uh, back to the screen so I can go ahead and uh, get into this because we have Marvel uh, movie news. So this is our comic update portion. 
And one of the things I know you got to hit on her last time, you got to talk about her and, and all the the beautiful things she does and how beautiful she is. But this week, I want to take Margo. I want to take her out for a nice ahead, seafood dinner. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we have Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. And uh, we had some set pictures. So let's go ahead and pull those up. Now, what we have heard is virtually nothing they've been keeping harley quinn and everything for the set pretty much under wraps because they don't want anybody to know what's really going on but we do know this is all female cast uh female director and harley quinn is a character that can't be by herself or or so it's said so i'm gonna read you um some of the things that we got out of this latest article, and then I'm going to read you some quotes from some of the actors. So Birds of Prey will feature uh, Harley Quinn joining forces with Black Canary, played by uh, Journey Smollett-Bell, which her brother is just not doing too too good lately. Um, really? Uh, yeah. Jesse, Jesse Smollett telling them lies. Oh, ooh. ooh yeah, I know. Uh, Very hot for the crest, yeah, conversations. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Journey... Lying like a motherfucker. Uh, Journey yes. will play Black uh, Canary, and then Huntress will be played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Renee Montoya will be uh, played by Rosie Perez as they attempt to rescue Cassandra Kane, played by Ella J. Basco, from the DC Comics villain Black Mask, played by Ian McGregor. The cast also includes Chris uh, Messina, Ali Wong, and then Robert Cartellini. Um, now, some of the, uh, they went ahead and email, uh, not email, but they interviewed these actresses, and it goes, uh, they started with Margot. She said, I pitched the idea of an R-rated girl gang film, including Harley, because I was like, Harley needs friends. Harley lost um, interaction with people, so don't ever make her do a standalone film. She wants to be a part of a group, a part of a crowd. Uh, she's got to be with people. It should be a girl gang. I wasn't seeing enough girl gangs on screen, especially in the action space, so that's uh, that was always a big part of Margot pushing for this film and Harley to be a part of a crowd. Um, then we move on to uh, Winstead, who was interviewed, says it's extremely exciting. And, and this was right after she auditioned and found out that she got the part. It says it's extremely exciting. And even the process of going through getting the role and everything was very different experience than I've uh, typically been through. Uh, being with other actresses and a female director and just the whole energy behind this is so unique. Uh, I'm really happy about it. And then they went and talked to Hudson about uh, the film. And she goes, I'm super excited about the cast, about the characters. Um, it's really fun and different. And honestly, I think aside from the fact that obviously the studio would like me to not say anything, I think it's fun not saying anything yet because that means there are going to be a whole bunch of fun little surprises for fans and for new people to the DC universe to the discover um again we talked about this before i liked harley quinn in um suicide squad, suicide squad. Yeah. and so i could see this as a standalone film uh i feel like the the go ahead say it say it i son. feel i feel like the female standalone films or the fef- female gang is going to be what brings back dc comics uh Aqu- aquaman was really r- damn good but before that was wonder woman um yeah and if they would have kept everything in Justice League, I think that would have made Justice League better. Would it have been up there on that Wonder Woman and Aquaman status? No, but but would it have helped? Fuck yes. So yeah. uh, that's your news for Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Now we got DC busting yes. through. Yes. Uh, go ahead and take this one. Uh, DC film. Mm. Let me go and just give us the the layout of the upcoming DC films. Yes, please. So we got Shazami coming out April fifth, yes. which is just right around the corner. That's next month. If mm-hmm. you guys are not keeping track, because I know 2019 is flying by. Yeah. And after that, we have Joker coming in on October tenth. Hit us around Halloween time. Perfect fitting. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey, which Elijah just got done hitting on the Harley Quinn movie, expected to come out February seventh of 2020. After that, we got the long-overweighted Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. 1984, coming out June 5th of 2020. And we have the Batman, which we got yes. more details about this later on the show, coming out June 25th, 2021, followed by Suicide Squad's number two sequel, uh, which we got details about that later on, too, August 6th, 2021. And then also, something else that we're talking about, Aquaman number two, yes. September 16th. 
2022. Yes, sir. And then Marvel is not far behind. Let's go ahead and hit the uh, Marvel, the next six Marvel films. We just got to update. There's two more, but I didn't get to read the article this morning that are coming after Avengers Endgame. Uh, So July 5th, 2019, we have Spider-Man Far From Home, which we're all anticipating. The first one was fabulous, and I think this one's going to be as well. Then we have May 1st, 2020, the very first standalone female film, Black Widow. Um, Next, and these, the first three... um, are confirmed the last six are not confirmed like as a a hard date so that's why uh when you look at this if you go to patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show you'll see that black panther 2 scheduled february 21st is for 2021 but next on the list is dr strange 2 uh, scheduled for the spring of 2020 then we have the eternals um it's an interesting choice, but Marvel has made a lot of shit work. So the Eternals, November 6, 2020. And then Shang-Chi, the Chinese martial arts master. We're not talking about having Iron Fist, but we need Shang-Chi. That is TBD to be determined at a later date. So those are going to be your next six films. Again, we have... Spider-Man Far From Home, Far From Home, Black Widow, <laughs> Far Black, From Home, Far From Home, uh, Black Widow, Black Panther Two, Doctor Strange Two, Eternals, and Shang Chi, uh, and we got some new trailers. Now wait for him to trailers. One thing I do want to hit on that I finally got to watch uh-huh. is uh, Spider-Man Into the Universe, Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yes, yes. Um, now, I give everybody did you cry? For not me watching this when it came out. Thank you. That was a phenomenal movie. Did you cry? Uh, I shed a tear, but it was solely because of the fact the way Caden was watching it. Because mm. he don't like really, he don't really don't care for movies. Yeah, yeah, and he had an attitude going into the movie. But then so he, he, was like, he was, he was, he, they had him by the balls, mm. by his uh, non-drop balls. There we go. That's what Spider-Man will do for you. I see him dressing up as, as Iron Man, but we mm-hmm. need, we need Spider-Man. Uh, especially the Miles Morales version. So, yes. uh, like like we hit on, there's going to be three trailers that got sprinkled in. Uh, if you see that lovely red glowing face with the veins popping out, you know mm-hmm. who that is. That is Sansa Stark coming Sansa. back. Ooh, Game of Thrones is coming. I'm, I'm ready. It's right around the corner, season eight. Is it eight? Yeah, season eight. Yes, it's going to be season eight. And do you want to go ahead and hit this while I pull up the trailer for Dark Phoenix? Jean Grey begins to develop incredible powers that corrupt and turn her into a Dark Phoenix. Now, the X-Men will have to decide if the life of the team members is worth more than all the people living in the world. Mm. Because she has went buck freaky wild. Mm, She has. That girl, uh, she went out to spring break to Cancun, came back a different woman. Uh, and in this trailer, we're getting more of the torment and torture of Jean Grey. And it looks like and it has been a while since I read this comic. And when I read it, I was young. But it seems like there's a lot of hardcore elements from the film as far as like you can see them in outer space. Now you see Jean within a ship. And that's basically when the uh, powers of the Phoenix get transferred to you. It's an iconic screen or iconic shot that you see in comics. And now she's wrestling with you know, the dark side is basically it. Like you saw her, uh, you'll see her and Magneto kind of go at it and she's scrunching up his helmet on his head. There it is right there. And he was like, I thought I was the master of metal, but this bitch is crazy. Uh, Uh Professor X is admitting that he fucked up. I mean, everybody's pretty much telling him he fucked up. Kids, adults, people walking (laughs) on the streets like, hey, hey, prof, you fucked up. I know there ain't nothing I can do. So how do you feel about the new cast? Uh, I, I I mean, did you watch the um, the the days of future past and all that stuff? I feel like uh, yeah, I guess they they were yeah, in that. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah, cast. Yeah, it's, it's the same cast. I'm tripping. I, I forgot. Yeah. I, I feel like it's better than uh, the apocalypse one, which I mean, it was what it was. Yeah. Um, but they did say Kevin Feige and, and uh, Marvel Studios came back into this film and did reshoots for it to make it feel like a Marvel film because this is going to be the last one in the series and they don't want it to end on a bad note because they could still cast some of these characters. So I'm liking the fact that they're focusing they on Jean. They have to cast Thompson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got to. She did yeah. a great job letting the and Phoenix her career power is like... Oh, it's soaring. Well, she's and, about to be finished with uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's only natural she falls into not just a cameo on another movie, but a 
lady hardcore role. yeah 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 so I'm, I'm happy with it plus james mcavoy is awesome but these mm-hmm. this right here got the phoenix fire rounder picking up the train and disabling as charles and the rest of the mutants are in shackles and chains which is a, a reoccurring theme in x-men if you guys x-men you know if you guys have not been in the comics is basically about racism prejudice and then struggle the struggle is it was a way for yeah, struggles to understand, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was a way to get people to understand, you know, other uh, racial minorities during a, a highly volatile climate, and it kind of cooled at that point because people were like, you know what, I don't care if you're a blue beast, you're smart and you're a good guy. You know what, I should say that to Hakeem, and Hakeem's like, hey, I'm glad that you recognize that. I'm a person just like you, but don't be just putting my color and shit out there. Like, I know we both read X-Men. We're cool like that. So, um, but yeah, X-Men Dark Phoenix due to come out. I'm excited about it. Uh, next on the list, we got uh, Suicide Squad 2 updates. Yes. Now, this was uh, kind of hilarious to me. So, Suicide Squad 2, Will Smith not (laughs) he will not return for suicide squad 2 and according to variety smith's departure comes from the age-old issue of scheduling conflicts the actor and warner brothers picture apparently decided to move forward uh on uh amicable terms possibly leaving the door open for a future return now we do know um as we read that when they were presenting this suicide Squad Two, which was supposed to be directed by Mel Gibson, which I was like, oh, they're in real, they're in real trouble, but they have James Gunn directing now. Uh, the movie is said to be relaunched of the original film and not a full-on reboot, likely featuring uh, many new characters. According to the report, insiders stated that the studio wanted the main uh, franchise players of Will Smith and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn to return while introducing a new slate of walking time bombs to to fulfill the ranks of Task Force X. So now that Will can't come back for two, he possibly could come back for three if they make it there. Like I said, James Gunn is directing and he wants to begin shooting September of this year. And DC has said that it is very uh, ambitious that he wants the film to premiere August 6th of 2021. So it's still a while off before we see Suicide Squad 2. But uh, James Gunn, again, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was was phenomenal. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was another uh, musical episodic journey. So I'm, I'm interested to see what he'll do with Suicide Squad 2 because the first one, I was like, really, Margo was the best part. And maybe Captain Boomerang. Uh, just Margo? Yeah. Okay, okay, just Margo. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay, let's do let's let's dive into the next one, dude. You got this one. We talked about Aquaman earlier. Tell them about the Aquaman sequel. Yes, Aquaman 2. Rumor to include the others. Some predictions are making their way to surface from Aquaman 2. Uh, and if they are right, the sequel will feature an introduce or introduction of the others, which I'm assuming is what his little homies. Yeah, like because uh, I I don't know who the actual others are. Okay, uh, outside so, from the people that you listed, which none of their fucking names I can pronounce. You know, okay, <laughs> so let me let me run. Down. I know they're hard ass names, but fans of Jeff Johns, uh, and this was a run by Jeff John on Aquaman. Um, and you remember the storyline, Aquaman had a prior team before the Justice League. So they resurface after some time has passed and end up uh, guarding the ancient artifacts of Atlantis. Uh, if there's a way to implement them in the story, even if, you know, we don't know what's going on, it should be pretty entertaining because it's like it's almost like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy of Aquaman, really. He's got his little side team. So the others include Aquaman, the group's leader, uh, Yawara, the operative. Kahina, the seer, Vostok X, Sky, I just call him Sky, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Saya, and the prisoner of war. So introducing these characters would definitely shake up the uh, the power pool as Wara can uh, command jungle cats and Sky can communicate with the dead. So each member has a specialty. Um, and it's, it's kind of cool because Aquaman can communicate with fish and, and he's the king of the sea and the mirror can control water. So seeing how all those people interact is going to be interesting to stay, say the least. Uh, I know it's slated for, like you said, December 16th, 20, uh, 2022? 2021. Okay. Uh, let's move on to this bit of news. Wait, wait, wait. Was it 2021? It is 2022. Sorry. Okay. I was like, yeah. did I get that wrong the first time? No, I think I got it wrong. Um, That's okay. 
So I'll hit on this one since you kind of had to clean up the uh, the Aquaman weird names for me. Uh, <laughs> the Batman, the movie that yes. we talked about earlier, is to feature at least four different. What was that? Oh shoot, uh, my bad. Some something came undone over here under mm-hmm. my desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> feature at least four different villains. Now, yeah. we don't know too much about this new Batman movie outside of the fact Ben Affleck said "fuck no." Uh, from the DC universe, uh, and the writer, <laughs> the writer and director Matt Reeves plans to focus on the detective story that will push the Cape Crusaders uh, test to the limits. Now, mm-hmm. we got some rumors that suggest Dark Knight will be facing more than the threat of the up- in the upcoming film, with Forbes and fan sites Batman on film suggesting that at least four different villains will be in the movies. Now, we don't have any word on which villains will be, because as you currently know. There's always a shit ton of Batman villains out there for them to choose from. Hmm. Uh, we have people that like the Joker, Scarecrow, Catwoman, Penguin, the Riddler, Two-Faced Bane, Ra and his daughter, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, and a Falcone, and what was the other one's name? Uh, uh, Maroni. Sal, Sal Maroni and then uh, Carmine Falcone. Yeah. The, the mob uh, crime bosses. Had been featured in a lot of the films and also even on the TV series. So we're still waiting on to see... Which ones are they going to choose from this bucket, or are they going to choose some other ones that we have not seen yet on the screen? But remember, as we talked about earlier, this movie is to debut June 25th, 2021. Yep. So how are you feeling about a new, like, a detective Batman story versus the beat em up I mean, we're still getting four villains, so there's going to be a lot of fighting, but... Yeah, that's like a shit ton of fighting. Yeah, as, as Reeves said, <laughs> it's going to take a dive into his detective... Uh, years, his formative years. So I think that's good because I mean that's a part of who Batman is. Uh, even in the in the animated series, you yeah. know, we see Bruce being more of the detective one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, planning stuff out instead of being just a huge, you know, beat him up, sock him, rock him, robot one. Yeah, like uh, everybody else. So uh, I'm interested to see the approach. Um, I'll I'll probably be surprised, and hopefully. If it, it'll make sense, honestly, to use the new Joker, yeah. but it's DC. We don't know. Even though they've been doing a lot better, yeah, they really still don't know what direction they're gonna go into. They still got that, like, ah, oh, you, you know, you grew up, but you was my little cousin, my weird little cousin. You, yeah, you still no, kind of. But at weird. the same time, I'll be real. I do not want Joker being the main villain. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta pull away from Joker and give yeah. him something else, like um, Calendar I think he Man. He should be in it just because his movie. Um, in my opinion, that's just how I feel. Yeah. Um, should be separate. They should be standalones. Yeah, they should be definitely standalones. So, um, but like I said, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if I saw the Joker in that movie. But he can't be with, the main one, especially with four different villains. Um, but I just would not want him being the main one. Would you want him to do like uh, either like in the middle of the film, like a takedown of the Joker? The Joker's doing this crime. Batman needs to take him down because he's hot on the trails of like one of his biggest villains, Hush, or like somebody else, like uh, maybe Deathstroke or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that would be fine. They could even do it to where, you know, the, the, the movie opens up with him, you yeah. know, cracking down on Joker and sending him back to Arkham. Kind of like they did boom, Suicide Squad. The real, yeah, and then, yeah. boom, the real... Real know, shit happens. Shit is popping off, and Joker is just either not in it anymore at all or make, like, a weird appearance at the very, very end that no one really... We, yeah. Fixates on. Exactly. Got you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. And then to see a new Batman come in... I mean, whatever. I mean, we got the old old Batman from Ben Affleck, so let's get a younger one in to see how things go. Uh, next on the list is uh, Marvel fans will have to wait over a year for the next Marvel Studios movie after Avengers Endgame. Now, this was something I was like, we got to wait over a year. I think that's a good cool-down period. I think people are kind of... Like, oh, I got to see these comic movies. As you can see, DC's got a slate full of movies, so let Marvel take some time off to keep creating the magic that it has. But it says, uh, this is from Robert Liefeld on February 27th. He says, still wrapping my head around the fact that there will there are no Marvel films currently filming. So a full year absent Marvel films following Spider-Man with a question mark. Uh, the next release date on schedule isn't until May 1st of uh, 2020. Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige, uh, who is the CEO of Marvel Entertainment, recently told Collider everything that comes up next is unique. So be prepared for this new slate. I think Captain Marvel, uh, which we got tickets to like a couple weeks ago to go see it. The- oh, boy. Oh, you got to see me. That's so sweet. <laughs> uh, but uh 
um, Captain Marvel comes out on the 11th next Monday, and we got tickets. Well, we're going to see it on Monday to go check it out because I think it's going to be really good. As yeah, well as I, I mean, I think it's going to look. I mean, it's coming on some Marvel film. Dude, uh, do you want me to take this other one? This last yeah, I'm one, right? I did because you know when <laughs> I read this, I was like, uh, okay, fuck? for one. I don't think this is this is just a uh, this is just speculation too, right? Yeah, based off of and Marvel is kind of like what Sony's doing. Sony's not going to E3; they're doing their own uh, PlayStation deal. So Marvel's kind of doing the same deal, but people are speculating that Disney's not happy with them. But Disney's always happy with money. So exactly, dude. Let's. And so I'll let you hit on. Okay, this. We'll, we'll entertain it. Uh, Disney shutting down Marvel Comics. Speculation about problems with Marvel Comics comes from a press release issue by the company where Marvel Comics chief creator, official Joe Casada, and editor in chief C. B. Uh, Sobolski are attending the upcoming <laughs> attending the upcoming SXXW, where the pair will be hosting a panel and putting it forth uh, how Marvel Comics is responsible for the success in other uh, other markets such as film, TV, video games, and merchandise, excluding, saying, comics itself. Uh, The title is Marvel from Comics to Screens. The hour-long panel will look at how uh, some of Marvel's most iconic characters and storylines have contributed to games, movies, and television series uh, that are so renowned among pop culture. Uh, Everything starts with an idea, and Marvel Comics is a spark that lights the fire, the press release stated uh, in the part. So basically, because Marvel is doing this, um, we had a, a a lot of shit from uh, Bleeding Cool, who actually put it forth that the reason why Marvel is going ahead with this panel is because comics aren't doing so well. And they have they've done a little bit of research. We've seen a decline in comic sales. So it says, uh, in essence, the to save Marvel Comics, as sales have been dwindling for years, and they need to convince Disney that publishing Marvel comic books, even though they're losing money, is still a good idea because it is uh, the inspiration for markets that do make money, such as Kevin Feige's insanely popular MCU. And it basically uh, goes into say, like, national sales are very poor. There are comics in the national top 100 that aren't even selling 20,000 copies. A significant number of stores have closed, perhaps as many as 10% of outlets. Uh, want, uh, want a clear and current example of Marvel's, uh, and it, it just keeps going, but like how Marvel sales have been going down over the couple of years, and why this would be means for Disney, who owns the rights to Marvel's now, and it's closing on its Fox merger, to go ahead and say, you know what, we don't need comics, we just need to do TV films and everything else, and as you heard, the fact that we have these comics have created films, television. Disney, no, I'm gonna stop you. Sorry, to interrupt. yeah, Disney's not gonna change Disney's it up that bad. Miss. In my opinion, Disney, Disney don't mind. I'm pretty sure the amount of money that they're investing in the comics can't be far exceeds them. Yeah, it can't be like that crazy. I'm pretty sure it's hot, but dude, they they making ugly money right now. Yeah, from the and film side, they can make up for it. Trying to stomp out the foundation of, of how they get money, a culture. Yeah. Yeah, and comics. No matter how many people are reading it or not reading it, that's what inspires the movies. That's what inspires yeah. the the shows, the yeah, the shows events. and everything like yeah. that. So I mean, I I don't know. That's just I can't see Disney. I, and we've seen a, a like double talk from Disney, like oh the Marvel Netflix they'll never come back. And then it's like you know what, that you know boy what? Hulu said they'll offer us a little bit more money. So yeah, Ooh, Hulu's they might stepping come in. Back. Hulu is stepping in strong, dude. I hope I didn't mess that up. I don't think so. Uh, All right, cool. Okay, you ready for the next one? We got another new trailer that uh, Bucky's going to hit on. The Man with the Devil Horns. Oh, sorry. Did you pull it up already? Yeah, you're good. All right, we got the Hellboy. Uh, It's called to the English countryside to battle the trio of rampaging giants. Hmm. There, he discovers the Blood Queen. Was it Nemo? Yeah. A resurrection ancient sorceress thirsting to avenge a past betrayal. Suddenly, call and a clash between the supernatural and the human. Hellboy is now hell bent on <laughs> stopping Numu without triggering the end of the world. Which looks like speaking of Hellboy, I think the demon boy just woke up. Oh, Keep he going. did. Uh, which this was pretty cool because they put out not only a red band trailer with cussing and blood, but they put out a green band trailer. Which when the arms get cut off and stuff like that, there's no blood, and they've you know made it uh, kind of like Deadpool, a, a family friendly 
trailer and a family friendly film I'm guessing so there's two versions of this film that everybody can go see the the R-rated one and then the PG version uh, to scare your kids like you don't need the cussing when your kids see Hellboy they're gonna be like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) where are we at yeah but I do like I like the advancements from the the first two and really Hellboy this was supposed to be a sequel to Hellboy's 2 the golden palace or golden kingdom or whatever the fuck that movie was it's supposed to be a sequel to it and they's like no we're just going to reboot the franchise and start a different version of hellboy one that we can put in two worlds which is why we have the green band and the red band trailer so here's your hellboy trailer um i think the trailers they've been putting out have made me a little bit more interested in the film uh were you not i thought hellboy was your shit yeah, but the first trailer, I was like, dude, this look like booty. This oh, look like straight yeah. up booty. And then, uh, like this part right here where he's changing into like a wear leopard, I was like, ooh, okay. Well, that, that that looked pretty good. And Hellboy's using this. It still has some heavy CG effects in it to make it look kind of kitty, but I think it could be pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really a Hellboy fan, yeah. but I think it's legit. The the comics are a lot better than the films uh, have been because there's they're just so much more. They're like, pol- there's a little bit of police procedural. There's a little bit of Sherlock Holmes detective work. There's uh, mystery, like um, creepypasta type shit in there. So, yeah. Here, go so, ahead on Shazam, and then I know we're going to break. I'm about to go grab Caius real quick. Okay, you're good. All right, next on the list is Shazam. This is the final trailer. So what we got from this is Billy Batson. Actually, we're we're seeing him uh, become Shazam. He takes on the mantle of Shazam. And you guys can see the uh, Spanish or is that Portuguese uh, uh, subs on the bottom. But we get to see more of what Shazam is going to be like. There's a great part in here where he's standing next to one of the old Batman, the animated series, um, stand-up dolls, and he takes and he said, go get him, Batman, and he throws it at the villain. Um, we see him pretty much interacting with people and then figuring out some of the same clips that we've seen before, but we see him save some people. We see a uh, super speed. We're seeing him use his powers to be a hero as well as be goofy. Um, and I thought it was a nice little refreshing trailer because the first one I saw, I was like, ah, this could be good. This could not be good. And the more that I've seen, just like Hellboy has continued to give me interest. It's like scenes like this, which kind of look like something from Jay and Silent Bob or Clerks where you just go in and the camera's focusing on that character. And there's not a lot of levity or emotion. It's just like a, a saying, a phrase, or there's a sentence there. And then he acts on it. That's supposed to be, you know, kind of a corny joke. But uh, as we see battles, he's getting his ass whooped. Same thing you see in the comics. Billy Batson is by no means a hero. He is still a 15-year-old kid. But at the same time, he has been given and blessed with these powers. So how is he going to defend the Earth? There it is right there, the Batman. Uh, and what is he going to do as Shazam? How is that going to play into the future of of uh Justice League or the DC Universe and we see Shazam causing an accident and then saving people and then his foster brother is in there basically scolding him. It's like, you did it. You see what you did? You just shot them with lightning. He's like, yeah, but I saved the bus. So again, it's a trailer full of levity. It's a trailer um, where we can see more stuff. This part was funny at the end. He was talking about you should be able to jump a uh, building in a single bound, old Superman reference that we don't reference anymore, and he can't do it. So Shazam is is looking a lot better for me. I think I'm excited uh, more so than I was. But with that, let's take a pause for the cause. We'll be right back with our comic recommendations for you guys with the Buckety and Kai's in hand. We'll be right back. Welcome to the adventures of Splacketel, or the AOS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Buck. And this is Tony. And we are a video game podcast, giving you all the update video game releases that are coming out that you need to know, and the video game news that we want you to know. Follow us on Facebook, Black and Gaming Network, and Twitter and Instagram at Black and Gaming. And you can also find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, by searching the AOS Podcast. Ooh! 
Hey, this is your boy Frog. I'm here with Chris, Justin, and Philip, and we host Turn On The Game, the podcast. The show consists of four men commentating on the sports world. It's strictly opinion shows as if you were sitting on the couch watching a game with your boys. And you can follow us on Twitter at TurnOnThe underscore game. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at TurnOnTheGame. And you can even follow us on Instagram at TurnOnTheGame. Or you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher by searching Turn On The Game. You can email us at TurnOnTheGame, the number four at gmail.com. Turn On The Game by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's premier podcasting studio. Turn On. And we are back. Oh, we don't want to hear that. We are back to the show. Oh, I see that baby over there. I see that baby sitting there. And Caius is getting really big. He's getting big. He's he's growing. And uh, I'll give a shout out to to my boys. I don't have human boys. I have dog boys. Today is uh, Chewy and Kylo's birthday, three years old. Fucking my shit up, chewing up stuff. So uh, happy birthday, kids. All right, so let's get into this. Comic recommendations. We're going to start this thing off like we always do. Uh, I don't feel like it's biased at all, but Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics is one of the staples and pillars of comic, the comic book industry. So let's go ahead and start with that one. I'll start us off if you're okay with that, sir. Yeah, go right ahead, sir. Okay, so first up is one of my favorite comics, um, Ironheart, with Riri Williams, who steps up to be the next Iron Man, a young black woman or a young black girl becoming a woman is the next superhero. So uh, written by Eve Ewing and art by Luciano Vecchio, uh, cover art by Amy Reader. Uh, Riri's missing friends has been found, but the mysterious, the mystery surrounding her disappearance is far from over. Midnight's fire makes it clear that he's not done with Ironheart and he intends to make her an offer. She can't refuse in the face of incredible power and uncertain choices. What path will Iron Ironheart take? This is a 32 page comic rated T for teen, and it is $3.99 coming out this March. I think March 8th, if I am correct. Um, and since you're still buckling up, Kaya, so I don't know why you putting seatbelts on them, but uh, okay, sitting <laughs> yeah, in Oh, we you got, got it. Shiro. Is it no, Shiro? Shiri for Black Panther. This is oh, Shiri. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly I couldn't remember how to pronounce her name. Oh, man. And, and I, then it, 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 why is there an O there? I don't know. Because I put Shiri. It's supposed to be H S H U R I. So I don't think that's autocorrect or something. I don't know. Oh, My bad. Okay. That's, okay. That's what I thought it was, after, especially after reading the description. Because after a long last, Shiri faces her destiny with her brother gone and Wakanda in parallel. The mm. Black Panther is needed. But the Princess Wakanda is more than just a mask. And she's about to face a threat like any Wakandan... What'd you say, buddy? Any Wakanda has ever seen before. <laughs> the start of a two-part story by guest creator team Vita... Is it... Uh, Ayala? Ayala and Paul Davidson. Yep. Uh, this is a 32-page rated T... $3.99. Now, if you guys have joined us on the comics, you know we usually we typically do two comics per uh, publisher, but we had to do three because I saw this one, and Kamala Khan has been one of the highest, um, God, I don't know, celebrated comic book characters in a while. So, uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel, number one, by written by Saldine Ahmed, and then art by McKinney Jung. Cover art... Legit, yeah, dude. Uh, variant cover by Elsa Carretter. Yeah, Carretter. Uh, and then there's a couple variant covers by Babs Tar. Uh, blank variant cover also available as well. But an all-new ongoing series from Eisner Award winner writer Saldine Ahmed. Miss Marvel is back, but it's not business as usual in Jersey City. Aliens are wreaking havoc in Kamala's corner of the world, and they seem weirder. Uh, they seem weirdly interested in Miss Marvel and her family. Eisner Award winning winner Saldine Ahmed for Black Bold and Exiles and rising star McKinney Jung for Batgirl and Nightwing take the reins of one of Marvel's most beloved new characters. You won't want to miss this shocking start of a new era. 32 pages T plus is the rating and it's $3.99. Be on the lookout for Magnificent Miss Marvel number one. And that's going to conclude everything that we have for Marvel Comics. Let's make our way over to the DC. The, DC, the Bad Boys. two comics in this DC uh, portion to talk about. 
The first one is DC Preview, The Curse of Brimstone, Issue 12. The series centers around Joe, a young man whose good intentions lead him to be cursed by a creature from hell, mm. and his sister Annie, who aims to help him rid himself of the curse. In the twelfth and final issue, the family is facing off against the salesman, the unholy agent who made a deal, and his reinforcements from the dark multiverse. Yeah, now this one, uh, if you go to our patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show, you can click on the link uh, in our write-up, and you can actually, they gave a preview exclusively to comicbook.com, so you can see the first couple pages of The Curse of Brimstone, number 12. Uh, next on the list is Scooby Apocalypse, number 35. Now, I read Scooby and Apocalypse. Yes, this is Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, oh yeah. I read this a while ago, and it was crazy because Scooby had like a, like, does he have Ro- glasses? Yeah, he's got robotics in him, dude. It's oh. crazy. It's like they're killing him. He's like him. a real great dang. Yeah, he, he's he's real crazy. Uh, written by J.M. DeMatty's backstory, written by uh, Heath Corson, art and cover by Pat Olive and uh, Tom Palmer. Uh, with the mall in ruins and the forces of the Nanite King advancing on them, it looks like the end for the Scooby gang, but an unlikely ally appears to give them hope. Will they resurrect Fred Jones to be... Yeah, will the resurrected Fred like, Jones... He's like, you had to that. Dude, huh? I know, because I didn't know Fred died yet. I, I've, well, Fred's I, not in the picture. No, oh. Is that Scrappy in the back? I don't know who that is. That might be Scrappy in the back. Yeah, dude. Okay, so let me finish this. Uh, will the resurrected Fred Jones be the savior humanity needs? Plus, Adam Ant heads to Gotham City to face his most difficult uh, trial yet, an evening with Batman. So when I got Adam into it... Ant, like Ant-Man? No, Adam no. Ant. Up and Adam, oh, it's Adam. Adam oh, he was—he's was just like an ant that has superpowers, like a little Hanna Barbera cartoon that used to save the day back in the day. So, so he's. Go ahead, I'll let you finish. No, like I didn't—I didn't know about these crossovers because when I read it, okay, I didn't either. Yeah, Scooby and them were just like killing zombies. I mean, like hardcore killing zombies. Like Scooby, Shaggy had PTSD from killing so much stuff, and Velma. Wow, he and everything. looks like he's like. I've seen better days. He thought he did, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. I mean, I mean, yeah. when, what's up with Daphne, dude? Like, dude, she's, Daphne. She's like, she, her shoulders are like, dude. She got tricked out, bro. Them, them, they had her. They had her. Uh, but this goes on sale uh, March thirteenth, two thousand nineteen. $3.99 U.S. And it's a 32-page story. Get into it. I got to get back. I got to catch up because I started reading manga again. I got to get back into comics, dude, because this was something that I thought was funny as hell, but I hadn't been is, back is to it Is it just since. funny because it is Scooby-Doo? Or yeah. was it actually legitly funny? Both. It's, they got real funny moments, but it's funny because you would Scooby-Doo, they go around and solve fake mysteries. Like, okay, well, now you're dealing with zombies and stuff. How are you guys going to survive in the mystery machine? The mystery machine's... It's like April O'Neil when she brought the van around for the Ninja Turtles. And, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got yeah. a pimped out van and stuff. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, let's make our way to uh, Dark Horse Comics. Um, yes. Go ahead and take this numero one. Uno. Can I take this one? Yes, yes sir. Halo! Lone Wolf issue number three. Uh, Writer by Ann Tooley. And a lot of other people did some stuff to it. Uh, With Covenant forces closing in on their location. And Spartan sharpshooter Linda 058 must rely or must rally the human sellers under a single essential cause. Protect an AI that contains the bulk of human history. As a new threat arrives, the legendary super soldier sees her mission. Uh, parameters well, shift. Per, 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 parameters. Parameters yeah, shift bad. and find that she will need help from a very man she was set to kill. Yeah. March 6, 32 pages. Three ninety nine. Yep. So again, if uh, we know Dark Horse is doing a lot, they did uh, some of the comics that we highlighted is God of War, Anthem, and now back to Halo Lone Wolf. So make sure to check that out. And let's go right down to Image Comics. Um, this one was I went through a lot of Image Comics because you know Image has uh, some of the stuff we looked at Level Up, we looked at uh, uh, Prodigy. We've we've yeah. seen so many comics. They got some really freeze. cool, interesting things. They do. And this is Infinite Dark Volume One. Uh, so. Is from Top Cow, written by Ryan Cad, art and cover by uh, Adrian Mutti. Um, the universe ended, but humanity survived. And for years, the passengers and crew of the vessel Orpheus found the endless void between realities to be a surprisingly peaceful home. 
Then they found a uh, body bloodied, brutalized, and surrounded by uh, inscrutable runes. As security director Deva Carroll investigates uh, the Orpheus' first murder, she'll come face-to-face with a horror far beyond the confines of time itself. Uh, available March 13th, rated T+, and I ain't got no price on it. That's how, how good it is. It's like, don't worry about the price. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it anyway. But this is Dark or Infinite Dark Volume 1 from Image Comics. God, dude, mm. uh, they've been they've been doing some, some really comics coming up. Yeah, man. yeah, I'm I'm excited because again, like I said, I got back into anime. I'm finishing. I'm on chapter four. I mean manga. I'm in chapter four hundred and sixty eight <laughs> of uh, Karate Guy or Karate uh, Shotokai Minoru. So I'm trying to finish that up. I think it's got 480 chapters. Now I'm going Hajime no Ippo because I missed like the Ooh. last. I know. After after I saw what happened to Ippo, I was like, ah, I don't know if I could do it. I, I, I don't know. Ooh. Ippo. I might have to, might yeah. to join you about that because I was just talking about Ippo uh, 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 to someone at, at work the other day. God, Ippo's so good, dude. It's classic. Yeah. Somebody's like, should I watch Ipo? Like, yes, you should. Be ready for some some toilet humor, but be ready for some badass fight scenes. And they mm-hmm. get better as you go on. Um, let's go right into anime and manga of the month because we got some new stuff this month. Yes, um, yes. Uh, and I know we normally go uh, anime first. Can you do manga first? Oh yeah, no problem. Okay, yeah. so manga let's the month. Two first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Manga. Hey, am the- I the only one who says manga? No. I feel like I am because everybody in the moment says manga. Mm, and then I, after they say it, I quickly say manga. I change it. I change <laughs> it up every now and then. It just depends on where my head's at. Uh, but uh, manga, the manga of the month is uh, <laughs> Wolf Guy Okami no Moncho uh, by Young Champion Productions. This was one that I read the whole thing through, and it's about a werewolf. Uh, Akira. Uh, Ingami is a teenager with a secret. While his slender build makes him appear weak, he is in fact a werewolf with incredible senses and innate fighting ability, lightning flash reflexes, and an inability to sustain damage. After a series of damage, uh, dangerous incidents lead him to be expelled from a previous school, Akira transfers to Hatoku Academy, where it is with a desire to be left alone uh, is deep in his heart. However, on his first day, he instantaneously becomes the target of the school's most infamous delinquent gang led by the fearsome Haguro. Now, Haguro, like, he's not a villain that needs a hug. He's a villain just like... I don't care about life. Exactly. That's what makes it so good because he goes to so long of ends to destroy this guy's life. It makes it entertaining the whole way through. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, his homeroom teacher, Ashika, uh, has uh, taken a keen interest in this mysterious teen and refuses to leave him in peace. Now, with enemies to fight at every turn and Akira finding himself unable to let the beautiful Ashika suffer on his behalf, this lone wolf hopes of a quiet, solitary life uh, <laughs> seem like a little bit more than a pipe dream. Again, mm-hmm. very, very good. The transformations, like... I, it's a werewolf. It's a werewolf comic, and it's a good ass werewolf comic. You're not supposed to shake the baby. Um, I was rocking the baby. I was rocking the baby. His his braids are coming out. It's okay. Yeah, you see the braids. Yeah, I saw. Him, I saw. Him. Helps the nefs. Uh, stay, stay down. Together. Okay, got you. I got you. Okay, let's but, uh, finish this up with anime of the month. Yes, our anime of the month. A comic gay kill. Um. At first, I just wanted to say that this was a really good anime that I just actually finished this morning. Oh, you uh, finished that's how it! Good all it was. the uh, first season, <laughs> under the rule of the tire, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tyrannical. Tyrannical. Yeah. Emperor, who's actually been manipulated by his old uh, uh, mentor, mm-hmm. uh, a mm-hmm. young swordsman leaves his home to save his poverty-stricken village. Uh, he meets a girl named Mikami, uh, an assassin who mm-hmm. was brought brainwashed and trained to kill by the Empire. Uh, Kami is a member of a secret assassin group called yes, Night, Night Raid. Raid. Yes, who use special uh, weapons called Tigu. Tigu, yeah. Tigu, and the double edition they call it uh, uh, Emperor. Um, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? I Emperor. can't even remember now. You say what? I can't even remember now. Yeah, they call it Emperor something. Uh, together, Tatsuma and the other members of Night Ray must confront and corrupt, or must confront the corrupted empire. And what's so crazy about it is like, so uh, 
Tatsuma, he's just like a, a normal dude with with hands. He was uh, Empire. Tatsuma, he's just like um oh buddy, okay. Uh to be able to become a part of their uh the military. He wanted to become a great soldier but he can raise enough money to send back to his village. Yeah. Uh so as I was watching the first episode, I was like, Okay, this seems like a like a, a light hearted uh anime. That's what it seemed like. It does. That is and, what it seems like. The first episode, spoiler alert, uh he mm. gets uh he pretty much becomes homeless because uh a a, a female <laughs> took his money. Yeah, you hit your head, big bud. Uh, took his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young noble girl picks him up from the streets and invites him back to her house. Can't trust him. Man, comes back to the house. I'm surprised he made it through the first night. Me too. Um, then Night Ray comes and kills the whole family except for a little girl. And he's trying to save the little girl. He's like, dude, this, this little girl just helped me. You guys are not about to come in here and kill her. Mm-hmm. And then Akami was like, well, well, actually, it wasn't Akami, it was the other one. She was like, well, if you knew what these people actually did, yeah. they actually, and they opened up the shed where there was like a crap ton of oh, dead, alive people that have been tortured by physical, uh, infected with different viruses. Poison. And this family had their kicks on doing this to poor people yeah. who wandered into the uh, kingdom. So uh, he quickly killed the bitch. And... Yeah. and they invited him to become a part of this group. Uh, it's very good. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, even the gay humor, I think, is just like hilarious. Oh, with him and old uh, boy in the in the armor. Hey, yeah, hey, he, was uh, the homie, he was the homie though. Yeah, uh, I like that pompadour. The dude that was part of the uh, the other forces, the the, the mad scientists. Mm-hmm. You know he was. You know he. You know he was down. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was it was just, it was a really good anime. That's my anime of the month. Uh, it was something I saw someone on Instagram. Uh, start watching mm. so that made me and I was trying to find a good anime of the month because I kind of fell off of anime too for the month of February I just yeah. really wasn't watching anything new I, I, I blame Gundam uh, mm, Iron yeah. Blood for that <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw this and that quickly sucked me right back into it dude that's, that was a good one because like I went back and started watching the game after you picked it I was like yeah but then like it made me want to go and I started watching uh, Grin Lagan again so oh, I, was, I know really because, I never started that. I've only seen like trailers and pictures of it. I will tell you this: I feel like with the way that your mind works, you'll get you'll pick it up from the start. Like most people, okay. they have to wait till like the last few episodes of the deal to be like, oh, and put it all together. I think mm-hmm. you'll get it though. But it's it's nice. I like the artwork. I like the the comedy and humor. There's so many different types of of anime genres in that one. That is it somewhere? So you're gonna be like, why the hell are there animal humanoids piloting like mechs and trying to kill human trying to extinguish all humanity why is human humans living underground why can't they pilot these mechs and what's going on and how do they pilot these so there's a lot of stuff in there but it's a mech show vert. okay yeah. you know that's all you gotta tell me for me to give it a try yeah 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 so uh grin lagan is a good one but a comic a kill whoo them yeah, assassins yeah. they said you killed them without hesitation like and one thing i'm surprised yeah. i'm surprised they call it that yeah, because even though I know who Akami is, but she—they make it seem like she's like—I don't—I don't feel like she's a main character. Yeah, she's—I um, mean, she's a part of the main group. But I feel like her dynamic uh, in the beginning of like you know how she was like standoffish and like feeling—they kind of made her feel like she was rude to him. But she's like, "Oh, I, are you safe? I'm glad you're safe." And then she kind of did that 180. Yeah, I think but that I dynamic still feel like the, that's like for like for the name of the whole show. Yeah. Anyways, it's good, and she is badass. Yeah, so that's your anime and manga of the month, guys. There's your comic rundown from the uh, latest things going on in Hollywood with comic films, from the latest trailers to the comic recommendations. Um, Go ahead and tell them where they can find you, Buckety. You can find me at the underscore Buckety and also at Blackest Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to email us, email us at podcast at blackeststudios.com. Yes, and you can find anything and everything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show at the official Elijah Bailey Show Facebook page. Also, Elijah Bailey Show, just cut the W off the end. That's just SHO for Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You can also come here, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. If you're with Amazon Prime, go ahead and give us a sub because you get one for free every month from Amazon Prime. Do that for AOS as well because AOS Might podcast. Might as well do something with it. Exactly. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hit us up. 
You can send emails to ElijahBaileyShow at gmail.com. But if you don't like to send emails, just simply subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or Podbeam or Spotify. I'm Elijah 5000. I'm the underscore buckety. And we'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.